0: All right, so we are the smoking Jays. We're here to discuss relationships, marriage, and parenthood. A, parenthood. a podcast about three guys, three chapters, three attitudes. Attitude.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to... We need to, like, come up with a nifty temporary logo where it's the spoken J's with, like, the squared number. <laughs> and then there were two. J squared. Um, for your very much listening pleasure, we have Johnny G. Good evening, sir. How are you today, this evening?
0: Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, in, in, a, in a time of my life where I can do no right... And everything I do or say is wrong or not enough, No, uh, <laughs> which is almost all the time. But uh, no, you know, the lovely fiance is um, 37 weeks pregnant now hmm. and um, very much on the brink of losing your mind. You know, every little thing is uncomfortable or uh, not fun or irritating. Uh, everything's hmm. like um, uh, up a few octaves and the slightest things are DEF CON 5. Um, but other than that, I'm splendid. How about you, Jared? How are you doing? Oh,
1: I'm just overworked and underslept and um yeah, no, I'm uh I'm chugging along. Okay. Um yeah, I uh I'm remembering how much I miss football season already because 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 um, there's not really a lot going on. Um, no. However, if you'd like more information on what is going on in the sporting world, by all means, drop on over to our friends over on the Pop Sports Shorts right here on the 4th Wall Pop Network. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, so- I another month till the draft, and then three months until training camp, and then four months Till preseason not that i'm counting no
0: not at all um got the lovely news today that the first two uh series of major league baseball season is is canceled so um we're going to have another season with a probably an abbreviated spring training if if anything um which leads to another season of injuries um for top-notch players because they didn't have appropriate time to to you know get prepared. So. Um, got that to look forward to if we're sticking with the sports world even though the devils are dog shit they're scoring goals like it's nobody's business right now um which is awesome and my chicago bulls are fighting for first place in the uh in the eastern conference so um and nascar season is back so there are some things some some positive notes i mean if you're talking about gridiron. um wasn't the XFL supposed to come back is that not happening I know that a there's like some new American Football League
1: starting yeah I uh, I don't know I, I feel like there's been, that there's been some attempts to resuscitate alternative football and it, I had heard like
0: the rock was supposed to be taking that over um,
1: oh the XFL yeah
0: yeah yeah so but that was last year and I haven't heard anything since then. Hmm. Anyways, we, we, this is not the sports show, so we, no. we definitely digress. No. But uh, relationships, parenting, and, uh, and marriage. And, and marriage. we do have a special guest today. I mean, Johnny Bones isn't here, <laughs> but I have my 18-month-old with us. So
1: who, who is? It It does sound as though he's trying to manhandle the equipment.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you'll have that. Um, we've got Talking Tom on an iPad to my left. We've got Little Baby mm-hmm. Bum on the, the uh, 75-inch LED to the right uh Q L E D to the right uh mm-hmm. and at some point in time that'll wear out it's welcome and and he'll be taking my my samsung s20 for a spin so that's uh that's how we're going to keep little little baby bum here occupied um while we get the 19th episode of the smoking jays rolling
1: um semi sports related but not but yes um this week, we did get our first two scrimmages added to the calendar for the 8U Purple travel baseball team. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I'm, I am looking forward to that. Um, given how work has been the last week and a half, I was debating on trying to do the whole, like, I'm working, but really, just you know, I'm over at the scrimmage, and I'm not yeah. doing any work. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about just taking a just flat out taking the day off because it's it's been a it's been a ride, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I shared some videos um, Michael's threw a curve wall on Sunday, like an actual, not like, you know, the proverbial curveball yeah, and did something yeah. no like he threw an actual freaking curveball that's um, pretty awesome and his pitching coach freaked out yeah. i freaked out he had yeah. no idea what the fuck happened
0: not a <laughs> so, coach. so it's so it's by accident
1: completely by accident yeah, well um, tell him he's
0: got to wait a couple more years and i think I it, was, like aren't there like rules against you can't do that until you're hey you ha, ha, shush If
1: down over there in the panic gallery, like (laughs) isn't it 12 years old? I think you gotta. So, if he accidentally does it, I think it's allowed. I think it's if he accidentally does it
0: on a three two count multiple
1: times in a row, though, that's not allowed. Yeah, if he starts to show (laughs) a trend of like, hey, you're throwing some specialty pitches, I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. Um, I'm sure manager Wayne has the he does have the PDF of the rule book for USABL Mm. loaded into his phone. So, which that came in handy last year, but I digress. So um, I did have to go to the front counter and, and I made some comment about having to get catcher's gear because he did throw one into the, it's like a turf floor in the, the practice tunnels. Yeah. And it it did like a quick skip off the turf floor and did a direct skip off my shin bone. Oh yeah, that's not fun. No, no. And that's like the third time or fourth time he's done that. So, um I I now have a set of a, a chest pad and a set of catcher shin guards which <laughs> after the number of times I've taken those shots from not just him, other kids as well, um those are going to get used at least you during know-
0: practice. I thought about busting out some old pads uh, this past week myself, but not for the reasons that you're describing. Um, I laced up a set, or should I say, snapped on a set of rollerblades for the first time in two and a half decades. Yeah, I did the math. I was like 15 last time I was rollerblading around town uh, as a teenager. Um, But John had a birthday party. I I didn't fall, not once. Okay. Um, In fact, it was kind of interesting. It was kind of like, you know, riding a bike, quote unquote. Um, you know, you put them on, you're a little, you know, like I stood up, I was good. I had good balance right away. Um, you might get a phone call from my, my son here in a second, That's um, fine. <laughs> but anyway, stood up right away, uh, rolled around, had my, you know, found my balance. I was like, okay. Um, the sense memory started to try to kick in. Cause when I went to slow down, I leaned, um, cause mm. the set of rollerblades that I had had the ankle piece where like, if you leaned back, it would push the brake down. You didn't have to yes. actually lift your foot. Um, so when I went to stop, I just kind of instinctually like leaned my, and it didn't work. And I almost took a spill and then I realized, ah, got to lift my foot. Um, but I didn't have to lace them up. I was able to snap them on, um, got out on the hardwood and, hey, uh, <laughs> see what I did. And man, um, that's, you okay know, in I, this situation. <laughs> yeah. And made some laps around a roller rink. And I got to say, man, it was pretty nostalgic um you know going in there seeing all the kids rolling around it brought me back to the roller magic days from summer recreation and all the baseball parties or, or not baseball birthday parties we went to and as kids and um you know you see the little fish the little kids with the fisher price uh skates that that ring like the bell like yeah 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 and they clamped clamped together so saw a few sets of those but got johnny out on the skates for the first time um it was uh, brutal at first, but it was very similar to how he was the first time he went ice skating, you know, trying to pull you. And then, you know, as all his weight goes and feet come out from underneath him, but got the hang of it, made him run a couple laps. And then he put on blades and um, much more successful. And he was able to correlate that to ice skating uh, lessons that we had a few years ago. So uh, nice. it, didn't, it didn't take much for him to get going, but he did fall a lot. And when, when he did, Oh boy, they were good ones. Like I'd start recording him. And as soon as I start recording, he would fall Um, after he'd run like two laps without falling off. But yeah, I thought about throwing the pads on myself um, just because, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you bring up Michael, um, you know, getting ready for baseball season. I'm thinking like about it. And we, like Johnny signed up for Little League again this year. Um, You know, I really thought, when he was a little younger, we were going to take the baseball route a little bit more seriously. He was really good with the swing. Um, his arms would take a while to come around and mechanics were the, were pretty good though. And then it kind of just fell off. Um, we kind of lost interest or whatever. Uh, and then we went racing, which racing season starts up here in, in just about a month. And I'll tell you what, when we stopped in October, I was like, thank God, a fucking break 27 weekends in a row. Um, you know, spent at the racetrack and, um, I I never thought I would say, it, but I cannot wait to get back to the racetrack. It's going to be awesome. Um, got two cars going this year. Um, you know, Bella's doing her dance of course, as usual, and she's working hard towards her uh, spring or summer recital. Um, we actually just pulled her out of one class because she was doing hip hop Tuesday nights. It was like the end of a 12 hour day for her, uh, or more actually. Um, Three classes. She was got home at like nine o'clock at night, and the, the one routine that they're doing for hip hop, she's not actually going to be able to be in it because the day of the recital, she's got a the second half of the day she's got a wedding that she's in for her aunt. So, um you know, they have replaced the teacher with somebody else. So one teacher left. She wasn't getting as much out of it. She was not thrilled. And we're like, well, we're spending money, and you're not learning anything. It's the last class of the day, and you're not even in the recital dance that they're re- rehearsing for now. So. You know, fuck it. You know, save a little bit of bit of money, but um, you know, I mentioned Johnny not with the baseball. He's, you know, he's really into, and I'm very, very hesitant, but he wants to play football, and he's taken a liking to it. I mean, he watched all these football games. Um, he plays these football games on, you know, his tablet and and stuff against his friends, and he's learning the terminology, and he like he can't put the ball down. Like he picks up a ball in the house and he's throwing it around and you know um so i'm like i don't really i don't really know how i feel about that like i don't want to tell a kid no can't do that but i'm really nervous about having a kid play football especially with no prior experience i don't have any experience playing football so it's not even like i guide him so i don't know i guess we'll see it if it phases out come come fall but
1: um well i'll tell you there's um I know it's a bit of a hike for you. I just use it as an example. So, I mean, we, we've we talked a couple of times about it and there was the, the in town, Michael played flag. And then at eight years old, he right. would have to then go to pads, which I was given the, Mm-mm, nope. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, And then come to find out, One of the other parents on the baseball team, he coaches and his son plays in this all-flag league in Staten Island. And they're actually, they are opening another league, well, yeah, another league uh, here in Jersey. And Michael's still going to go to Staten Island because that's where he's going to be coaching still. Um, but I mean, they have flagged for kids all the way up to, I'm pretty sure some of those kids had to have been high school age or at least middle school age. Yeah, so I,
0: I feel like we should get him in the flag at least for a bit, but the problem is, you know, if he doesn't get into pads until he's now nine or almost 10, I, you know, wonder if it's, you know, if I'm doing a disservice to him, you know what I mean?
1: Um, so I, I, okay. I could see that I can definitely, I can understand that. Um,
0: like I, getting in a race car four years behind somebody else, like, okay, they got more seat time. They are, uh, you know, they got more experience, but you know, you're still playing your own game, you know, on the racetrack. Okay. Okay. I mean, but, and, but, but football, it just seems, I don't know, man. I just, at nine years old, playing against kids on a field that have got that experience. I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done. You know, yeah. one, one of my, you know, my brothers played football in high school, having not ever played before. You know, he played some other sports, but he, he wasn't the most coordinated. Um, Growing up, you know, played some basketball, but then like he came into his own late. Um, was uh, was great at track. I mean, he was fast. He was tall. He had long legs, so he was good with that. And then um, decided he wanted to try out for football. And, and you know, he played a little bit uh, as a senior and whatnot. So, um, I mean, anything's possible, I guess.
1: Yeah, and it's the only way that you can really get an idea of if it works, if it doesn't work, is by giving it a shot. Look, he tries it out. It's a miserable failure. What did you, what did you in the long run really lose? Right. Nothing. You got, it's something other than sitting there playing Minecraft and Fortnite, which is our biggest thing. Like, I don't give a shit what sport you play. I don't care whether it's like football, baseball. I don't care if you play hockey, lacrosse. Although, personally, anyone who's worried about football, But let's their kid play lacrosse. Like clearly you haven't done the research because lacrosse is just as rough. Um, But like do something in the long run. Like I don't care what it is that you do do something, right? Get yourself out there, get, move around, detach the skin from the surface of the couch. Right. And that's, and I think that's one of my biggest problems with kids nowadays that they just disappear into the, like just pounding away on the controller. And look, my, my son tried, uh, Michael, I think tried to make the argument that, well, video games are a sport. There's people making money off it. (laughs) And it's like, technically you're not wrong you are not wholly incorrect in that statement that said you're not at that level so yeah no
0: yeah you know it's it's a funny because for me like it's kind of um
1: uh hold on sorry baby mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't you see we're trying to be productive here, Walker? Come on.
0: Yeah, seriously, right? Um, no, I just realized that he tried to, because I said the iPad was losing its luster and the TV was just kind of doing whatever. He um, tried to use my phone. And wouldn't you know that all five of my Netflix allowances are currently being used, yes, now at 9.41 p.m. And, and for the first time ever, I saw a pop-up that said, you can't use this device because too too many devices are locked in and I'm looking around. I'm like, well, I got three right here in this room. So who else is on fucking Netflix? Um, but you know, Bella's, they, the kids both fall. We let them fall asleep to their, to their TVs. We put on a timer for like an hour or whatever. And, um, for the most part they're usually asleep before the timer goes off. But, um, so that's something that, uh, we do. And then my, my ex, um, we i let her she has a netflix um much like i use your uh xfinity um she uses my my netflix i don't know what you're
1: talking about i have no knowledge
0: of this right so um okay um so yeah she uses the netflix like for for the kids at the house so that they can just keep watching the same shows or whatever same account but um but you know funny like I don't want to, I, I want to circle back to the football in a second, but you know, as we talk about like the the screens and the screen time and the parenting um, with that, like I've I've noticed that I do things as a parent that I like, wasn't really allowed to do when I was a
1: kid. And I kind of buy, buy a whole cake and eat it. Did you know that nobody comes <laughs> out of the walls and tells you to stop? Like you could <laughs> just buy a cake and just eat it.
0: Good. <laughs> <You could. laughs> this this is true, and that's how you get the the fantastic dad bod that i've that I've uh, these are the perks
1: of being with. an adult I did not know about yeah
0: um you know, but <laughs> some of us need those limitations I mean, I for sure shit do but um no like I just noticed you know I, th- I think about like the kids they fall asleep with the TV timer like I didn't have a TV timer when I was a kid but, you know like um so or maybe we did I, I don't I mean, when we got older you know, in our teens. But, um, you know, at eight and 10, and then I think like, well, wow, what, did I even have a TV in my room when I was eight years old. Like not really. Um, I can't remember how young I was when I got the TV, but it was like a 14 inch Zenith box TV, um, with antenna and, and whatever. So I didn't have cable for sure. I watched a lot of DuckTales, um, after <laughs> school. <laughs> And then I think about like, you know, my, my 10 year old's got a phone now. Okay. It's kind of like the standard, uh, this day and age, but like, what else do I like kind of let my kids do that I didn't do when I was kid. like, so we get appetizers when we go to the restaurant, because when I was growing up, we didn't do appetizers all that much. We did them, but not often because, you know, you never finish the food. And I know that now, right. Like kids order food and then they wrap half of it to go. But to me, it's like, okay, there's my lunch for tomorrow. So it's all good. Um, what else? I mean, this one doesn't, doesn't have a bedtime, clearly. So um, he's the boss. He knows how to use my phone. He unlocks it, where I have to unlock it. But then he goes, figures out where Netflix is. And goes into his own profile and selects the shows that he wants. He gets mad when <laughs> he's trying to go back and doesn't realize that the screen disappears. So the arrow goes away. And then he's like, what the fuck? Like want to go back. Um still trying to figure out how to how it slides. But um, what else do I let my kids do? Like, um, I don't know, I let them eat, you know, eat on the couch occasionally, uh, sleep on the couch, um, occasionally, because it's fun, you know, make a fort or whatever. I don't know, just I noticed certain things. Um, I'm definitely way more laid back. Um And I don't know if it's me just being older or not caring because I definitely care about some things. But, and I go through my moments, you know, like I look around my house now and like, it's not a complete disaster, but it's on the verge of disaster. And it's like, well, you know, fuck it. You know, got kids, got a reason. You spend, I spend all my free time like straightening or cleaning or whatever. And I don't even do it all that often um you know emily spends a lot of time straight in the house but you know just always always dishes, man there's always laundry there's always something to fucking do and it's like i you can't escape it and i'm thinking like i don't go through that many pairs of clothes i work from home you know and i think all the kids go to school so those clothes are dirty every day um you know and then you got the baby clothes and like emily's home too like not saying we don't change our clothes, but we wear like the same three things, and then you know it's like that's like one load of laundry right there. Why was it? Why do I have seven loads of laundry every Sunday? I don't get it. Um, I can't stay on top of the dishes to save my life. I don't have a dishwasher where I'm at. Even when I had a dishwasher, I couldn't keep on top of the dishes. I just we're all tired, you know. Um, and Emily, of course, is beyond tired. She's exhausted. She's ready to pop. Um, and she feels like she does everything because she does. She does a lot. Um, but I think like it's it's interesting because like the balance i don't I don't know it's it's hard like I don't see the balance the same way she sees the balance um, she just naturally does things like she's always in her mind like what needs to get done I'm gonna do it and I'm that way too, but with other things you know um, but she's like we had this conversation it's the details for her like oh we got to go food shopping what do we need and then like me, when I think about that, oh, I'm just going to go food shopping. I'm going to go up, up and down every aisle and get what I think we need. And that's how I spend $300 every time I go to the store. Um, but she'll sit there and she'll make lists. And she's thinking when we're traveling, she's putting together a list of what we need to pack. Like she's putting together a list of what she needs to pack and get ready for you know the baby and the hospital bag and, and all that stuff. And like those things just don't register with me. What I'm thinking about is like, when does this bill got to get paid? When do I got to, should I work extra, you know, should I try to pick up a Saturday at work and work some overtime? How much money are we spending on sports? You know, um, Johnny's birthday is tomorrow. Like, you know, we got to buy stuff for that. Like, what are we planning? You know? So like my stress and my thought process comes from other things. Right. But then there's like the physical aspect of things around the house and doing things and like balance with, with the baby, like she's with him all day. And in her mind, and in reality, she is with him all day, right? She's here, she's home. She's with the baby all day, but I am also here all day. I'm working, but I'm not always on the phone, but I might always be sitting on the couch. Or I might always be sitting at my desk or always be sitting somewhere, right? To get some work done. And in between, you know, I try to do what I can to whether it's change the baby, get him a bottle or feed him or or whatever. Now, a lot of the times, those things just get done naturally by her because she's so used to doing them. And I'm not always the most attentive. So like if she's going to do something that she would normally do, she just does it. And most of the time I don't even realize it. Like I don't even think about it, but I've picked up on lately. Like, you know, like she's buried in the corner of the couch and I'm like, she's going to get up and I'm like, what are you doing? So I got to go take the dog out. Like, why do you got to take the dog? I'm right here. I can go take the dog out. Or one of our children could go take the dog or you need a glass of water. Sure. Great. Unless you have to shit, piss, take a shower or actually have a baby. Don't fucking move. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I've reached that point. Right. And like, and I I get mad at her and she wants to be independent, do things. But then when she tries to do things, she gets frustrated um, because she can't, or she's not comfortable or or it hurts or it's painful or whatever. And then when she gets frustrated, that's like a trigger for me. Like I hate seeing her, in pain or get frustrated because then her, her attitude changes and it, it changes the vibe in the room. And then for me, then I start to get on edge that changes my vibe. And then together, it just, then there's just fucking toxicity. Right. So I have been trying really hard lately to curb a lot of that by being as proactive as I can or being alert and attentive. And it's not where it needs to be or should be, but like, I don't know what the reason for that is maybe just a dude thing right but like i tell her like if you need something ask i don't care how ridiculous it is like you need me to scratch your foot i'll get up and i'll scratch your foot don't be bending over <laughs> trying to fucking strain because you got an itch on your toe like as ridiculous as that sounds um because something as small as that will drive her absolutely up the fucking wall and then you know it's fucking def content from there so oh, yeah you know so that's where we're at and like i don't know me personally i kind of feel like i'm constantly on eggshells because i don't know what the tipping point is going to be you know we got a 10 year old going on 30 um Mm -hmm. who who has snarky comments and remarks from time to time and johnny um i don't know it's weird his attention to detail is like regressing he used to be super attentive and like anticipate things and just you tell him go to the third shelf all the way to the left on the top the you know the box next to the blue thing and he'd be like okay and he would get oh. it right now it's like all right you go to the third shelf all the way to the left on the top box next to the blue thing and he's going like downstairs in the basement looking for the red fucking crayon and i'm like what the fuck are you doing oh, <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like you know you got that and just everybody's got a short fuse you know and the kids got to get ready for school john go get your shoes on dog, go, go get your shoes on and then they take like you know, it might take like three seconds. And in Emily's mind, those three seconds is like three minutes. And then she's like, guys, go get your shoes on. And I'll be like, yo, like they're going. I mean, they're going slow. But they're Some going. are done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but at the same time, like, you know, she does have to ask him like 15 times sometimes to do things. So, like, I mean, I get it. I see both sides of it. But my point is, it's like she's like super ready to, to pop. And it's just one of the things that I've, um noticed and haven't really experienced and you know a while is that like when you get to that point you know everything is a big deal everything is um bothersome and she's super like um what is it like sense um like senses like are very very like everything's very oh,
1: everything's heightened yeah
0: hi, hi, like hypersensitivity yeah yeah so yep like like the dog can't hear me. So I whistle to the dog, but if I don't warn her that I'm whistling, cause I don't think about it. I just whistle to the dog. But to me, it's just a normal, like it's loud, but it's not for her. It's piercing an instant headache. And then I've just ruined like the fucking weekend because <laughs> you know, that headache's not weekend, going away. You
1: ruined until like next Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, you know, that's just, those are just some of the, the challenges, you know, but like, it's part of, the relationship right it's part of parenting it's part of you know marriage whatever it's those are the things that you're gonna have to deal with for those who haven't had kids or or whatever and it's different for every pregnancy and it's different for every kid and um but you know i on in the moment i might get frustrated but like i in the back of my mind i know like these are dissolving temporary um you know and and she knows that and but like tonight you know I reminded her about the podcast, and I could see it, and it's like I was afraid to even say it, and I could see it in her face, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I told her yesterday, I was like, hey, by the way, podcast tomorrow nine o'clock, and then I told her earlier today, it reminded her podcast today night tonight nine o'clock. She's got pregnancy brain too, so it's like eight thirty, and I go, I'm like, well, hey, what time is it? She's like eight thirty. I'm like, she goes, why? I'm like, I gotta go upstairs for my um, podcast on. <laughs> and she's just like what was that? I just I got well, yeah. so I just saw the look on her face and she was like, she I know she wasn't feeling good. So I went to dance, and I picked Bella up from dance tonight. Um and she's just been not feeling good all day. And um so I was like, all right, I guess I guess we'll have to postpone this bitch. But I was like, you know what, why don't you go to sleep? And I didn't say it exactly nice like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know, why don't you go to sleep and I'll watch the baby. And then, you know, when the podcast is over, whenever the baby goes down, I'll just, you know, I'll come up and I'll get my pillow and then I'll stay down on the couch and you just keep the baby monitor off, put your noise thing on your head. And, um, like the white noise or whatever, and just go get some rest because obviously you need it. Um, and she does, it's out, you know, it's obviously, um, almost 38 weeks, you know, or she's 37 weeks pregnant. So, but um,
1: let's, let's be yeah. honest. You looked at her and said, you, Emily, no, go to your room, <laughs> go to your room. It is bedtime.
0: Get your bitch ass up in the bed.
1: <laughs> um,
0: no, That's I was just like,
1: you, in situation.
0: you know, I was just, I don't know. We, you know, we um, I've gotten in trouble lately for speaking out of turn on podcasts about people without their knowledge. So um i probably shouldn't say this but i live with this person and you know it is what it is uh
1: it's all in good fun
0: yeah and she like understands the whole point right of of
1: this being a platform to speak your mind and have correct open conversation with others
0: correct but let's you know not get too carried away So so she um she just I was just aggravated. Like I saw her get frustrated about the podcast. And then I got aggravated. And then I'm sitting here. And she's like, you know, and then tomorrow, oh, I made because I, I got a buddy around the block who literally lives like around the block. And um we used to ride together, you know, Harley's, but he sold his and mine's put away. So he invited me over for a cigar and a beer. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, he's around the block. If I go over for an hour for a beer and a cigar, like, you know, what's what's the harm after work? Oh, you know, working all day. I'll go have a beer and a cigar. Cause I don't know. You went, dude, in a couple of weeks, I'm not going to be able to leave this fucking house. Like, you know, um, and like I said something, I started to say it and her, <laughs> her eyes rolled and she's like, where are you going? Where do you got to go? And I was like, well, I was just going to go to Mark's for a little bit, you know, but either tomorrow or Thursday. And mm-hmm. uh, but I thought tomorrow might be a little bit easier. Thursday, we got a meeting over at the track. So it's like in her mind, she's like, you know, She's taking care of the baby all day. And then I'm not, I'm working, but I'm home, even though I'm working. And then after work, oh, well, I'm going to be gone on Wednesday for an hour or two. And then on Thursday, I'll be gone for three, three and a half hours at this meeting. And then Friday, we get the kids. And then Saturday, like we're celebrating Johnny's birthday. And that'll probably bleed over into Sunday because we're going to see other family. And it's just so, always something. And in her mind, it's just like, go, go, go she wants to relax and in her you know in her mind i know she thinks you know we got a lot going on but she also says something to me to the effect of like how i'm never home or it feels like i'm never home and i'm like you know that's like kind of interesting because i'm home all the time like i don't leave the house um we leave the house to go take bella to dance or you know she leaves the house most of the time to take the kids to school and pick the kids up from school because i, I have to be logged in at work at a certain time But if I leave the house for anything other than going to pick Bella up for dance or going to the store, it's usually for, for work. Um, Like Christmas lights, if I'm taking out Christmas lights or if I'm doing side work Um, you know, we have monthly meetings at the racetrack. I've gone to my buddy Mark's, you know, two or three times over the last few months, but like I haven't been fishing in a year. Um, I would say I haven't been to like the bar in like a year, but I did go to the bar about a month and a half ago after she fell asleep on a, on a Friday night, because I was just like bored and I wanted to go do something. So, um, you know, but my point is, is like, it's been a long time, especially with COVID since I've really done much of anything. And, and the same right. is for her. She's, she doesn't really go anywhere, to do anything. She went to breakfast with a friend the other day, but like she took the baby with her because you can't, I can't have the baby here all the time when I'm working in the slow season. It's okay not getting as many calls. Um, so the baby does stay with me um, a decent amount of time now, but if she's going to be gone for an extended period of time, she usually just takes him. And that's, you know, strenuous, taking a baby in and out in the stroller, being eight months pregnant, right? So I get it. I do get it. But I think everything is this point in our lives, especially with her, is like hyper whatever. Um, the illusion is that I'm not here. The illusion is that I'm not doing things around the house to help her that she's doing maybe more than me, or she's doing a lot, or she's doing too much. But when you think about it, like we're just doing different things. Like I get up every night with Walker when he, when he cries, just about, like I would say out of seven nights, I, I get up five and a half of them, um, on average. So, um, but she doesn't see that she's sleeping, you know? And a lot of times I get up twice. So then I don't sleep. um. Or I fall asleep in the toddler bed, like the little Lightning McQueen race car <laughs> bed. Um, you know, or I sleep, you know, I fall asleep on the couch, whatever. It's been, I've gotten, it's been a couple nights where I've gotten a decent night's sleep in, in the last month, but it hasn't been many. But like, look, it's not a pissing contest. It's not who does more, who does less. It's just perception. In a relationship, when things are going on, I think it's important for both parties to just kind of take a step back as easy as it is to fly off the handle and get frustrated about things, just, you know, consider what else is going on, you know? Um, And and it goes for for me and her. I feel like I need to be more aware of all that she's doing, because even though I've taken a decent amount of things, or I feel like I've taken a decent amount of things off her plate in her mind in two weeks, she's going to have all the stuff that she's doing now, plus another baby. And in my mind, In my mind, I know that that's not true because when the time comes, I will pick up that excess slack even more so. Like, so it's just the way we perceive and anticipate how things are going to get done. Um, I mean, I could go on and on and on about it, but like the dishes, like I'm like, I'll get to it tomorrow, right? And then tomorrow comes and I might not get to it. And sometimes she'll see the dishes and feel the need to do them. And that's one other thing added to her plate. But in my mind, like I was going to get to it. She didn't have to do it, but she did. Or then I get to it, and now I'm spending all this time doing the dishes, but like then something else needs to get done that I'm not doing because I'm doing the dishes, and so she does that. And again, so now she feels like she's doing something else. So it's just a bottom, constant vicious cycle. Bottom line is, is you fucked up. Yeah, you know, everybody fucks up from time to time. But Apparently, I fuck up a lot, though, because I'm still <laughs> paying for things that... <clears throat> you know, I did years ago. So
1: anyway. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the one thing I will always say to that is perception is reality. Um, we all, we all know that how you perceive it, sorry, correction, how the respective individual perceives something can that at that point Change what their reality is, be it, you know, you not carrying as much of the weight in the equation or, you know, venting and speaking your mind being taken out of context as blowing up your dirty laundry to the masses, to, um, (laughs) anyway. Yeah. No, I, 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 I mean, we, yeah, we could go through like 700 other, but I think the key is perception is reality. Um, and I, I think that there are, you know, there are an infinite number of things that, you know, you, you do almost out of just habit, I guess, um, mm-hmm. You know, I'll walk in the door and the first thing I do just, I mean, honestly, just based on prior track record is I walk in the door from work and no matter, unless I'm literally walking in, scooping a different set of keys and walking out, which happens more frequently than I really would like it to. But unless I'm doing that, I walk in the door and I go straight to the kitchen sink Yeah. Because almost guaranteed within... Verizon Wireless,
0: your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check... Come on, Verizon. Like, seriously. found the speakerphone, bud.
1: Verizon, get your shit together. Like, seriously.
0: (laughs) So you go straight to the kitchen
1: sink? Yeah, I go directly to the kitchen sink because it's almost guaranteed that there is stuff sitting in the kitchen sink. Now... I won't solely place the blame on one party. Um, The kids, the kids are a work in progress. And I will say that I am trying to calmly and peacefully explain to them my stance and my frustration and my reasoning for responding the way I do. um, Albeit sometimes out of control. And, I, and I'm going to sidebar that phrase to come back to. But I've literally, I've walked in. I have cleaned out the sink. I have gone so far as to take the rag that I just, because of course, I don't know about you, but we have to have a couple of pans that are not dishwasher safe, which is the most aggravating thing in 2022. Or, or even if you purchased them prior in twenty, I don't give any fucks.
0: Everything goes into this version.
1: right? But <laughs> I mean, I give fucks in the sense of like I work hard for a paycheck. So if my paycheck goes to a pen, and granted, at this at this point in my life, it's not necessarily my paycheck. It's our paycheck because the bank account has money from both sides. So if our paychecks go to purchasing items by all means. I'm going to treat said items the way that I was instructed to by documentation that was associated <laughs> with said item, because at the end of the day, said item is going to last its lifespan, you know, be and then it, some. be it, a, a. however, I don't even know how much a frying pan is anymore because I don't care let's call it a $40 frying pan. I don't fucking sure. know. Sure. Um, or or a $1,400 water, water heater or a $3,000 furnace. Like those items, the money that paid for those items was earned by our collective and respective hard work. So those items are going to get treated as such. But how... In 2020, 2021, 2022, whatever point in time, there are not dishwasher safe, high-end frying pans, Just absolutely beyond me, but I digress. So <laughs> I'll use that same rag that I just hand scrubbed that pan to make sure that it's nice and clean, and I put it on the stovetop to allow it time to dry. I will then take said rag and I'll make sure that I even clean this stainless steel sink because just in case someone listening at home doesn't know if you leave those little bits and pieces of (laughs) shit on the bottom of your sink, it eventually will damage and or stain the bottom of that sink and it will never be able to be clean ever. I know because I have those and it, drives me up a fucking wall so i will completely scrub out the sink just mm, chef's kiss i walk away i'm like god damn that sink is clean somebody (laughs) busted their ass clean in that sink
0: you don't have ocd at all not even
1: a little bit no 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 (laughs) um and then i'll leave or i'll go do the other items i have to do and i'll come back in and I have literally the last couple of weeks have been very difficult at work, at whatever. And I've literally, I've walked in and I've found, I've caught myself saying with the dishes in the goddamn sink and like slamming shit because it's like, I just walked in here. I scrubbed everything out and we're right back at square one again. What the so, hell? So
0: I, I can appreciate this story. I can because I mean, let's be honest. Who doesn't love a beautifully polished stainless steel item, whether it be a sink, the front of the refrigerator, oh, uh, the countertop? Oh, yes, um, I I get it, right? But I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Oh boy. Sinks are made for dishes. Sinks are made for dirty dishes specifically. So, and you've got dirty dishes inside a sink. It's kind of where they belong prior to the, prior to the dishwasher. So now here's, here's my solution. Right. So I say, and your kids are young and look, they're boys and they're just not going to fucking listen. They're not that young but they're just not going to fucking listen because they're boys and just they're not because they don't appreciate it. Now the way you, the way you do. And just like you probably didn't appreciate it then though. I might be wrong on that because you've always been really good with attention to detail. Like when we were detailing cars as kids, like, you know, everything did have to be clean. So that OCD does go back a couple of decades. But my point yeah. is, I think if people got in the habit of, um, you know, rinsing the plates off prior to placing them in the sink, even if they didn't put them in the dishwasher, they at least shuffled that, you know, excess food into the trash neatly without getting it on the floor and then rinsing the plate off in the sink and then rinsing the sink out and down the drain and then place their plate in a sink. That probably would be sufficient enough to make you happy, but I'm going to tell you right now, that's crazy talk. That's crazy talk to expect that from any kids. Um that's the kind of shit that I would, I would be like, you know, like my, my dad had got like that later in life, like super OCD with stuff. I was, he was spending more and more time at home and he got to realize that kids don't kick, you know, pick up after themselves. Moms usually do that. Um, he got like crazy about like making sure things were in the right place in the sink and sink and on the countertop and, and whatever. And I can, I can see that with you. Um, look, let's be real you giving these explicit instructions to make sure that your sink is clean is only going to lead to more frustrations. Why? Because you're going to come home and there might be clean dishes in the sink, but then you're going to go to throw something in the garbage and it's going to be fucking food on the floor. And then you're going to be like, why can't we get the fucking garbage and the fucking, you know, garbage can and blah, 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 um, So I'm with you. And, I, you know, all kidding aside, like I get it. I think just as parents, we need to you know, you obviously want to train your kids, raise your kids to, to do the things that you want to do or expect. But us as parents have to also understand and realize that those things are not going to get done to our standards. So we've got to lower our standards a little bit to be accepting of the fact that they're they're going to hopefully try and follow those guidelines. And eventually someday they'll get it. But, you know, take the win, right? Like the dishes are in the sink um they could be on the couch they could be on the floor they could be upside down
1: my if i ever find a dish on my couch (laughs) i will literally choke slam my child through (laughs) the large glass window looking at the backyard
0: like like here's another here's like a good one right so paper plates or anything any type of plate or whatever for me when i go to throw it in the garbage. Um, it goes upside down, right? So that the clean side is up and you're not getting that residual shit on other things, your hands, the garbage can whatever.
1: Oh right? you so- motherfucker, you had to bring it up. Bro, <laughs> so so but the number is- of times I am opening the garbage to put something in, and my kids love to have waffles and pancakes, like the syrup morning pancakes, and they put the fucking plate syrup side up. And I step on the thing because we have the nifty little garbage can where you step on it so it opens up so I can scrape the food into the garbage can. And the fucking syrup plate sticks, flips <laughs> up, does like three cartwheels, and then splat on the fucking floor.
0: Oh, yeah, see, I would lose my, my shit. Mother- I would totally lose my shit if that happened because that, mm. like, I hate. I hate anything sticky. Like I was a bartender for many years at a Mexican restaurant and all I worked with was simple syrups and fucking purees and margarita mixes and sour mixes and everything was sticky all the time. So I am super anal and OCD about things being sticky. Now, right now things are a little bit of a mess because just, I mean, just the situation we're in with the kids, the age they are, and it's hard to really keep on top of it, but like I take a lot of pride in cleaning the countertops and cleaning the tabletops and cleaning the oven and the stove and whatever. When that's nice and clean and tight, I'm like, ah, like you, like magnificent. Like it looks, it's beautiful. But in like eight seconds, that shit's fucking trashed again. Because we cook, we do this, we do that. The kids throw stuff away. Like at this point, like I'm just happy that they put their dishes in the sink, that they're respectful enough to clean up after themselves and put the dishes in the sink. I'm happy that the garbage gets thrown away when it does when it's not the right way i gotta think like all right this is a coaching moment i'm gonna probably lose my shit i'm gonna try not to lose my shit but at the end of the day it did throw it in the trash i didn't have to tell them to throw it away so like it's a win let's kind of build on that um i don't know i like my daughter's room you know, I can't complain. When I was 10 years old, my room was a fucking utter disaster too. I ate sunflower seeds at my desk, spit them in a cup and I was too lazy to go to the bathroom and throw them in the garbage can and rinse my cup out. You know what I did? I left the cup in between my desk and like the wall. There was like a little a slide, like a slot there and forgot about it. You know, something else fell on top of it. I'd find it like months later, cleaning my room. And it'd be like fucking mold growing out of it <laughs> shit. I like, you know, at, at least at least my daughter doesn't have a cup of sunflower seeds chilling in a room, you know? So some papers on the
1: floor, pick it up, clean it up. Like you just got to pick your battles, man. Right. So here's, here's my agreed. Here's my counter. I feel like not enough people take that step of teaching them early. And, and I know it comes down to teaching them early because when I'm actually in the room, when I'm actually in the kitchen, and I've done it a couple times, be it like putting my own stuff away or what have you, whatever whatever the reasoning is that I'm in the kitchen, I'm right there. And I've actually had both kids, not just James, walk over and they'll put something in the sink. And all I literally have to do is go, uh, excuse you. And sometimes not even that, sometimes just, uh, uh, and they're like, oh, oh, dishwasher. And you'll see, pick them back up. They at least have the habit in their mind to go to the garbage can first, wipe it off, yeah, dust it off. Okay. We got all the crap off. Perfect. And to dump into the sink and I just go, uh, Oh, pick it back up, open the dishwasher, put it in. Right. step two, or probably more so step three, because it's more, I, I saw one the other day. I should have, I should have screenshot it or or screen <laughs> recorded it, whatever, but it was, it was a, a reel on Instagram and it said, how to know your, or uh, tell me your husband loads the dishwasher without telling me your husband loads the dishwasher. <laughs> and she pulled the dishwasher drawer out and it was like, bottle 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 next section cap 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 next section <laughs> Coupled, coupled, couplet couplet next section cup 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 like just bang 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 just and it made me so happy on the it was inside proud, right? like perfect God, Dude, that's you, fucking crisp
0: I it's crazy as parents like especially dads because like you're you're 100 mm. right with that like uh, so i don't I'm going to get back to the dishwasher thing, but a perfect example is like cutting a nice lawn, right? Like I used to have oh. a lawn that I cared for. I had a lawn tractor and like, I mean, I would make like, I took really good pride, you know, when you get a good cut and your lines are evenly spaced and you the blades are at the right height. And it's just, it's just the perfect, you know, temperature or, or weather conditions. Like the grass isn't too dry. It's not too wet. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I get it, but I feel like it's so funny. Like dads have those moments, the grass is one, the dishwasher is totally another one. And I don't know where we get it from because like my grandfather's like that. Um, I know my dad's like that now, back when he was like working full time, my mom was the one that took care of the house. Right. So, I mean, I can't remember as a kid, my dad ever putting a dish in the dishwasher, <laughs> like ever, most of the time that she was in the sink or is left on a table or, you know, whatever. Sometimes it was worse than the kids, but um, you know, he quickly, as he started spending more time home, realized, like, oh, man, I got to pick this something. So he started doing those things himself. And then it got, like, crazy OCD about it. But um, I think we all have that. For some reason, I don't know if it's in our male DNA or what. But, like, my grandfather won't let anybody load his dishwasher. I, Emily tried loading the dishwasher when we had one, like, at the last place we lived. Nope. I I just looked at her. I <laughs> I swear to God, dude. I'm not even fucking lying. She... she I gave her. I couldn't be upset because, like you know, it's one less thing. I really didn't. She tried. She tried to help me. I'm trying to be nice, but like, she (laughs) took the dishes out of the sink. You know, she gets her gloves on because she hates getting her her hands dirty with that shit. Plus, she has dry skin, so it's just you know it doesn't work very well. So I I mostly do the dishes, but she she tried. She goes puts the things in the dishwasher. And there is no order to them at all. And I'm going to just paint you a picture and you're going to, it's going to make your skin crawl, right? Top, top drawer, right? Um, a Tupperware, a glass, a cereal bowl, ceramic cereal bowl, a coffee mug. Um, good. Please right. stop. um, Maybe oh. a couple of utensils, right? So utensils so don't
1: that. go in the top fucking drawer. Right.
0: right. So, well, oh. I mean like, like, ser- like serving spoons and shit.
1: Um, okay. Maybe,
0: But then in the bottom, in the utensils, right? So I try. I don't had I didn't have the tray that had like all the little slots. So it was like compartments. So it was like, yeah, for me, forks, spoons, knives, butter knives, you know, other random shit, extra spoons. Like I, ha- so when you unload it, just grab all the fucking forks, throw them in a drawer, grab all the fucking spoons, throw them in a drawer, right? That was my system. I mean, shit's all over the fucking place. I looked at her I said, babe, thank you. I appreciate it. Get, Get the fuck now, out. Now, please fucking leave. Uh, not in those words, but like, and then I just wound up re- redoing it. And I'm like, baby, there's so much more space you could fit. It was night and day, bro. I swear when I reloaded the dishwasher, you could fit, fit another whole
1: 700 other-, <laughs> other things easily.
0: And she's like, she's like, well, and, and it's at this moment where I thought to myself, does she really not know how to load the dishwasher? Or, is or did this- she do it
1: on purpose so yeah, you always because, do it?
0: Because it was at that moment she was like, "Well, if you're so good at it, then." And then, at, so ever it was since at this
1: moment, you. It's
0: it. at this moment I realized I was doing the dishes the rest of my life. And so, what do I? Did I really have the upper hand? Am I really that much better at that thing, or did I just totally get played again? Right, like I like right now our laundry is down. We're on like the third floor of a. A place their laundry is all the way at the bottom level. I mean, no asshole in right mind is going to make an eight month pregnant woman go up and down three flights of stairs to do laundry. Now, if she's down there and wants to throw a load in, sure. Um, but like bending over to get the load out, and then that's what she said. Um, for all use at home, use your imagination. Um, that was a fisticuff there. Um, you know, I can understand you know putting a load in, but. You know, even transferring from the washer to dryer, like, I don't want her doing that. So, you know, on those weekends where we got them seven loads of laundry, like, I'm up and down the stairs those seven times. And I could use the exercise, trust me. But when I get up here after, like, that fucking last load and I got, you know, I'm just, like, done, dude. I don't want to fucking see another piece of laundry ever. And then she'll fold it happily. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't want to fold the laundry. Yes, I win. But my dumb ass just walked up three flights of stairs. And down three flights of stairs, seven times, he says, 21 trips up and 21 trips down. Like, no, I did not fucking win. Because you know what? The first thing I did after that was grab a fucking soda and and a bag of chips and sat down on the couch. So whatever fucking calories I burned, man, I just said, fuck this shit. And I sat down and I started watching TV. Um, But yeah, you know, what is the Jeff Foxworthy bit? I got out of bed. I walked over to the wall. I turned on the ceiling fan. I walked back to the bed. And then it was at that moment I realized I wasn't hot. Programming. Yeah. Without even fucking knowing it. Again.
1: I I will give you credit for being diligent about the forks, knives, spoons in the dishwasher. Yeah. I try. And it's usually by day two. I'm like, or Meal two or whatever the case is, where I just go, ah, fuck it, whatever, just put yeah. it over. The no, only, I mean- the only one that I'm really OCD about, and it's more so a safety thing than anything. The sharp, sharp knives, like the knives that go in the butcher block, yeah, go all the way in the back because you know the little compartment thing is usually a long, like the right, like in ours, the bottom drawer. It you can pull it out, but it sits in the right side of the drawer. Yeah, yeah. And I make sure that the super sharp knives are all the way in the back of that little basket. So that God forbid someone I don't eat, I mean, at this point, I mean your kids I, don't I even have put
0: it, the dishes in the sink. You expect them right. to open a dishwasher and
1: exactly grab it. <laughs> But God forbid they actually like did something like that and their hands slipped or something that the odds of them hitting one of the super sharp knives, like right. I I feel like in our first apartment argument was let's make sure that the knives are not pointing upward.
0: And now it's (laughs) like,
1: let's move the knives to the back, move them to the back. And, but I feel like if I can get the kids to the point where at least when I'm in the room, I don't even have to say anything. And they just, rinse it off put it in the dishwasher
0: right but if that's common right if they know enough to when you're in the room to do that then they know enough to do it when you're not in the room and i wouldn't even say it's maybe not even a respect thing it's just kind of one of those things like oh i don't have to do this dad's not here but
1: you know hurry up throw it in the sink he's not hurry up
0: throw it in the sink get the fuck out right you know what i mean but um i don't know do you give your kids an allowance like is that still a thing I know people have like charts, like if you do this, you get a quarter if you do this, you get a dollar, um, but like, they have because that should sure be charts. something that you reward for. Like if you come home from work and you don't have dishes to do, they each get, I don't know, five Robux or something like that. You know what I mean? And it, you don't buy oh, it right then and there, carried away. but like, well, like not right yeah, there, no, I, but you I make a you chart. Mean. Right. And then at the end of the month, you know, whoever's got the most tallies you know, I don't know, gets, gets however much Robux and then maybe a $10 bonus or something. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there, but like, I don't know. I've tried rewarding my kids in ways, you know, I've even tried rewarding my kids for my misbehaviors. Like every time I swear, I have to give them a quarter. You know how many fucking quarters I'm up to?
1: Um, you're a couple dollars in on this episode alone. So, oh, I'm a couple dollars in the last 10
0: minutes alone. You know how many quarters I've actually gotten? <laughs> Two three maybe maybe but like I mean I've rounded up at this point to hundred quarters so when like you know six months ago they were at like four hundred quarters each they're easily at like six or seven hundred quarters each and one day for Christmas that's what they're gonna get it's a fucking sack of quarters but I don't know I don't do the allowance thing I feel like I can't keep on top of it like the charts and stuff I just expect I know when I was a kid, my mom had me on Saturdays like vacuum my room like I was responsible for the upstairs most of the time. So like I vacuum my room, the hallway, the bathroom, and then to help her out, I might vacuum the downstairs from time to time. My dad would have me do stuff outside. Like I'd have to pull the weeds on the weekends, um, you know, pick up the sticks in the yard, that kind of shit. Um, I was responsible mainly when we were growing up for taking the garbage out, bringing the garbage in recyclables, things like that. Um, as I get older, Uh... my brothers aided in some of those things, but like I do it all now. My kids are 10 and eight, about to be eight. And, you know, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm like, wait a minute, I got fucking children for this. So I'll say, hey, Johnny, can you take the dog out? Hey, Bella, can you take the dog out? Hey, Johnny, can you take the recyclables down? Now, like the garbage I get, like they can't really take the garbage out. It's too heavy. But like a couple milk containers on the counter. Like I know the recycle can's full. Um, recycle day is tomorrow, so I don't feel like going out there right now. Maybe I'll do it in the morning. But that's overflowing. Hey, buddy, can you take these downstairs? So like, there's that little bit, you know, hey, you got, they each have a garbage can in a room, you know, every weekend, try to take the garbage can out. Um, I don't know, pick up things on the floor when you see it. Like I try to coach those moments just to make my life a little easier. But um, what I would really like to do is get to a point where my kids see it on their own. Where I don't yes. have to say, hey, can you take this out? Can you do it? And that's cyclical, right? Like every parent goes through the same thing with their kids and says the same shit. And let's be real. It never fucking happens. And then they say, I hope you have a kid just like you someday. Oh. And then you do or worse. And then you have a podcast talking about how your parents were right. And now you're your parents.
1: And you have a child just like you. Yeah, except you now have a child that's like you, but hasn't figured out that they're just like you yet. (laughs) So they try little things and you just lean in and go.
0: I, at this point, man, and that's like life, right? It's, it brings, everything comes full circle. So I actually find it humorous. Um, Bella is, I think about it and I laugh. Like, I can't help but to smile. Bella is me. Like, straight up, like, it's almost embarrassing to admit. But, like, when I was a kid, I was just I was just out of it. I don't know if I just didn't pay attention because I didn't want to or I didn't care to or whatever. But, like, my mom or my dad would give me explicit instruction. And it would be, like, I can think back now. It was very detailed. And I would just not do it. Or I would do it like opposite or incorrectly or whatever. And I watch Bella do some things and I'm like, I just shake my head and laugh, you know, or like how she responds to things or how she's always like has an answer for everything. I immediately think back to my mom when my mom would say shit and I would be like, I'm blah, 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 blah. blah. And then they'd be like, you know, I'm gonna get a fucking t shirt with the word what made on it for you before Stone Cold made it famous. Or mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the t shirt that, you know, um, yeah, a t-shirt that says what or or just like a com- constant reminder or something. You know, you're going to have a kid just like you one day. And I'm just like, man, okay, whatever. And now I do. And I it just, it's funny, man. It's just, I can't even be, I get mad at her for some shit she does. And like, sometimes I should be like, though, I'll look right at her and be like, are you fucking serious right now? And she be like, what? <laughs> just like, yeah. just, just fucking leave it there. And then I think to myself, it's at that moment that I realized, did my kid just fucking manipulate the shit out of me <laughs> out of getting out of having to put dishes in the sink because I just told her you know just to leave it? Dad's gonna do and, it. And
1: and the odds are the answer is yes. Yeah. Yes, so, she did. What's the
0: moral of the story here? Dad's never win.
1: No, but I, I i i took I took a little bit of solace to to turn the frown upside down. Hey, so you I just, took a little.
0: Wait, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you you did you change the reverb or the echo on your mic? Because now you totally maybe. sound like you're, you're New Jersey 1015 in it.
1: <laughs> that's funny.
0: Because that's maybe. exact
1: maybe. It's a good um, sound. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it. So come on, we're <laughs> yes. trying to do a podcast here. He's like this, is rubbing his, he's rubbing his face. Oh yeah, he's done for. So to, to turn the frown upside down, to go with a little bit of positive, as much as my children frustrate the ever-loving shit out of me. And actually, all right, so I'll tell the story, and then I'm going to go to the, the positive. So Monday is, well, at least this past Monday it was the last one. Michael had a baseball camp, and James has karate at 6.30. Well, baseball camp starts at 6, 15 minutes away from where karate starts at 6.30. Well, I'm not going to drop off at baseball camp, go to karate, come back to baseball camp, and then go home. So I drop off at karate early. I tell him, look, you want to help? Help or hang out. Watch, learn something. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go to baseball camp. So at... I, I did the math backwards. I said, we need to leave by 5.20. Figuring five-minute buffer still should be enough time to drop off at karate and get to baseball. So 5.20 is our mark. Five o'clock. Guys, shut everything down. Start going to the bathroom. Get, you know, get all your stuff together. We're leaving in 20 minutes. Okay. 5.05. Guys, 15 minutes. I'm not joking around 510 guys This is the 10 minute mark like giving periodic updates. Yeah. 518 guys <laughs> go to the bathroom, get your coats on. We're leaving. Okay. There's James getting his coat on.
0: Did you go to the bathroom?
1: No, 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 no. No. The, the key is what, what am I missing there? James You're is getting sh- his coat on, getting ready to go. Michael, where's Michael? Where's Michael? Where's Michael? Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. one minute. Said no. Get your coat on. Michael, get your coat on. Michael, I'm leaving. Get your coat on. I go in. He's my child, so I can do it. This motherfucker sitting (laughs) on his bed playing Fortnite with an AirPod. In his one ear, talking to his friend, playing Fortnite. I said, let's go. Hold on. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I said, turn it off now. One minute. I'm like, oh, okay. Walked over, pulled the AirPod out of his ear, grabbed the iPod, shut the Xbox off. Come on. What? Wha. I looked at him. And I said, God, say it say it. I said, I swear to God, I'm going to lay you out. Say it. And I just snapped. I just, I absolutely lost my shit. I said, I'm sick and tired of talking to you and you do the exact opposite. Or you just ignore me. Like I'm not talking. I said, you will get your butt down off this bed. You will go get your coat on, get your stuff. And we're leaving now. And he just gave me the Look. And I said, you can make faces at me all you want. Right. Get your ass by the front door. Get your coat. We're leaving now. And I walked out.
0: Yeah. And now you're 10, 15 minutes beyond
1: the right. time. that you. So wanted. I had built in the five minute buffer. Well, we've now exceeded the five minute buffer plus an additional five minutes. Yeah. So still managed by the grace of gasoline to get James to karate. And get him to baseball. But it was that moment of like. Yeah. going to fucking kill you.
0: Yeah. See, I'm not 100% there quite yet. But like Emily, Emily takes the kids to school in the morning. Um, and this is her sort of like that, you know, because it's she knows she's got to leave by 720 to get them. She, they drive to a different district. So she's got to be there to get a spot to park. So that by the time they get out of the car, they have enough time to walk from wherever she parks. So, you know, the whole counting backwards thing. So as long as she leaves by like 720, usually she's good um, by by like five minutes. So if it's 725, like forget it. Like she's fucked Um, because the kids are probably and they might not be late to school, but it's just that much harder with buses and the extra cars. So 710, she's like, all right, let's get coats and shoes on. 7.15, okay, let's get coats and shoes on. 7.17, okay, let's get coats and shoes on. And at this point, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I just kind of let it play out. And I try not to get involved because if I had to get involved, then I'm just losing my shit. Because, and it happens from time to time. And And she loses her credibility. And I don't, And and and, right. And and I don't want to undermine that. Um, At the same time, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't want to undermine her, but I also want the kids to understand that like she's serious and she doesn't want to be nagging on them or constantly be the one that's like barking orders at them. But when it comes to taking care of them and doing certain things, that she's always the one that does it. And they give me the same treatment that they give her. It's not like when I say, get their, their shoes on, get their jackets on, they run to the door and get their shoes and their jackets on. It's just when they don't do it the first two or three times, I don't, Really say anything, um, and I don't get on him about it. So whereas she, she's thinking ahead. She's like, if I, it's gonna take me X amount of time to get in the car. It's gonna take me the X amount of time to get there. If you know, then you gotta walk. She's thinking about all these things that could possibly make her late. And me, I'm just like, fuck it. I don't like. I don't care if they're late. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's different. But it finally gets to a point where, you know, I, I just am like, what the fuck, like every morning, like get your shoes on, get your jacket on. Like you guys have to get ready. You got to go, you got to do this. You got to do that. Like, and I don't want it to get to that point with me where like that's how I respond. Um, you know, but sometimes it's just how it is. And um, you know, I try to be as even keeled as possible, but yeah, dude, it's just, I, it's just a kid's thing. And you try to build in time to allow for it, but you know, me, like, I'm fucking 20 minutes late everywhere I go, no matter what. And if, and if by a fucking some miracle grace of God, I do get out of the house with time to spare, something happens where I'm still fucking late. I forgot to get gas. I forgot something at home. Uh, There there was a fucking accident. We need to take a detour. Like, like there it's always something. So I'm like, you know what, man, I just, I just can't win when it comes to that stuff. And I, I don't know, like, I I watched my, like, my dad kind of get upset at that kind of stuff when we were little. And, like, he always, he was really super, like, diligent about trying to leave at a specific time and be somewhere at a specific time or, like, get out of a place early. Like, you know, as soon as the sporting event was over, like, he's, like, we're walking out the gate as the last pitch is being thrown kind of thing. And, you know, to beat the traffic or, you know, to get out of there to not get stuck or, To be efficient, like, you know, whatever the reasons were. And I think that's why, like, for me, and just circling it back to what we were talking about earlier, like, I'm kind of the opposite because that's how it was when I was a kid. And I don't want to be like that. So I'm not as strict about getting out of the house or like caring about if we get somewhere on time. Like, I want to get somewhere on time. I might be kind of contradicting myself when I say this, but like, because I do care about getting to places on time. And I do get frustrated when we're not getting out of the house in a timely fashion. But at the same time, like, I don't care about leaving that event early enough or to beat traffic or um, or what have you. I don't care so much that the kids are on their iPads or that the TVs are on. Or like you mentioned earlier about the playing the video games, right? Like, Michael's got a point, man. If I knew now, then what I know now, man, I would have petitioned hardcore for my mom to let me continue to play Mario Brothers and Zelda and all that shit. Because I'd be making some serious coin doing that shit now. But there is a line, right? And um, it's hard, man, to try to find that balance, especially when like, for example, Bella, like with her phone, like she just got the phone and I know she's excited about it. And when, before she had the phone, she had an iPad or a tablet, she played her Roblox or, you know, she talked to her friends on messenger. Now she's got a phone. And so instead of on being on an iPad, she's, she's on the phone. And Emily can see her screen time because it's an iPhone. She has an iPhone. She's like, Bella's on her phone way too much. I'm like, is she though? Like she's on it a lot. Probably. And I even admit that at this point, it's probably a little much, but I think about it. Like if she wasn't on her phone, what would she be doing? She would probably have been on her iPad. She'd be watching TV. Like she spends an excessive amount of time on her phone, but she's it's her phone. It's just because it's her phone and it replaced doing other things. So like, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out a way to like combat that, you know, but I don't want to be the parent that like puts time limits on things, you know. Um, especially since I'm the parent that's always on my phone sitting there watching fucking TikTok or sports scores or whatever else. So it's hard, you know.
1: So it was it was a very interesting conundrum having to answer that because I First of all, I hate the kids having access to YouTube. I fucking hate it. So primarily I, I, because it, 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 they you're are just
0: never gonna get you're just never gonna avoid it though. You just can't. It's like it's I, impossible. I it's like I tried so I, I, I I'm I'm I don't wanna, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well I kind of did. But like <laughs> why you mentioned you, like we are very strict about Bella not having TikTok, right? Right. Well, okay, great. She has access to YouTube Shorts. It's
1: the same fucking thing. Yeah, but, and and I feel like we talked about this in a prior episode, YouTube has content restrictions that TikTok, Snapchat, so on and so on, don't have. So YouTube, to a certain point, will allow, in fact, I've seen plenty of TikTok videos on YouTube, brought over to YouTube. Right. But once they hit that decency point, YouTube's like, done. Right. You're done, bro. So my gripe is the whole, the people playing video games and filming themselves playing the video games. <laughs> like, dude, and I'm I'll like, walk right. In. And Michael's got his iPod, because all he has right now is an iPod Touch with his little earbud in while he's playing Fortnite. And I look, and he's watching a video of somebody playing Minecraft or Fortnite. Right. While he's playing. While he's playing. And I'm like...
0: Well, man. how different is that than the big, thick, cheat manual that we used to get? for for like all the Nintendo games, you know what I mean? Like to find out where all the secret shells were and the extra free lives. And it's just, it's a different yeah. format. Uh, like my thing is watching somebody play video games, like side by side, I can see that um, to learn tactics or whatever. My whole thing is don't be the fucking kid watching a kid play video games, be the fucking kid making the video for other people to watch you play video games because while you're sitting here trying to figure out how to play the game, that motherfucker is, is just, raking in, just raking in coins. Yeah. you know. And so it's almost like you have to sort of channel it and promote it. Like for Bella's birthday, we gave her like a whole social media package, like the ring light. And because we know she's going to be on her phone and she's very creative and she likes to do her dance. So I encourage her like, hey, you want to be on YouTube or you want to watch YouTube, like don't waste your life watching other shit. I mean, you get, you can, you need inspiration and you need an outlet. I I'm all for that, but be creative, be one of those content creators, you know, create a ballet tutorial for, for 10 year olds. Who cares if there's 50 million other kids that are doing it? You know what I mean? If, if you create something, uh, because just, it could just be out of enjoyment. Like this podcast for instance, none of us have aspirations to, to be on a national platform with fucking millions of followers or viewers on this. If it happens, great. We're doing Speak it because, for yourself. <laughs> we do it because we like it. We enjoy it. It's something to do way to get together platform to kind of vent, whatever the case is. And I say, say, well, the same thing. Like, you know, you want to go up on my PC and play your Roblox game and, and screen grab, like, you know, record your shit. Like I got plenty of fucking terabytes space. Like, Go ahead, by all means, record yourself doing something, but make it like fun and interesting and do something. And then I'll edit the videos down and we'll put them on YouTube and it could just be something fun that we do. I'd rather it be that, be creative, learn how to edit, learn how to choreograph, learn how to, you know, do something within that multimedia um, platform instead of just being a viewer, you know, don't, don't be a like, get the like kind of thing. Right. so that's where I'm at with it like I'm all about promoting the video games and but now take it another step further like if you're going to play this game and you're good at it stream it or record it and put it out there if it gets hits it gets hits I came across Bella, so I tell you a story fucking I got an email from YouTube not that long ago that one of my videos um, on YouTube shorts was removed for um, like content uh, whatever right and i'm thinking to myself i don't fucking post videos to youtube short so i keep reading email and it's from my daughter's account so i'm like oh i didn't know she knew how to fucking do that so it took me like a day to figure out how to get into the account and find video that they're talking about and it was stupid like i don't even know why it got pulled to be honest with you but um I find, dude, there there's easily a hundred, a hundred at least a YouTube short videos that Bella and, and Johnny made together just fucking around on their phone. And dude, some of her videos had like 600, 700 views. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? You know? And she's like, oh, we're just fooling around in the car and just doing this and just like singing a song. But I said, do you see? Like, that's what, that's what the society is like now. Like, you could just be sitting in the car with your baby brother, singing a song, doing some stupid, silly face, and it catches some people's attention. And before you know it, it's likes, shares, likes, shares, likes, shares. Now, that was one video out of 100 that got all these likes. I was like, but now think about that. And use that. Get rid of all these other crap videos and, and, you know, make some other cool, fun, you know, videos where, I don't know, I don't have the time to police it, to edit it. I, you know, I don't have the money to be able to give up my full-time job to make my full-time job editing YouTube videos. Um, But, you know, they'll get it eventually. But I'm all about promoting just the right, you know, channels.
1: Well, I mean, and the extra income, you know, with two children under the age of two. Well,
0: yeah. Dude, you know that Ryan, Ryan's Toy Review, you ever heard of that kid? Oh. Uh. That kid's worth like $36 million.
1: Clearly. Clearly, we picked the wrong line of work.
0: Well, and uh, and they also, like, they hit it at, like, they pioneered it, so to speak. Right. Like, I and I don't know the story, so I could be completely full of shit when I say this, but I can't imagine that they went into this with the idea that they were going to make money. Like, I think it started as just some guy filming his kid playing with toys that he got. And, it, and, and posting them, like, I think about it, if it were me, like, I would film my kid playing with toys and post it on, like, Facebook or YouTube for, like, my family to see, right? Or to share a funny moment or, or whatever. And maybe he did have a YouTube channel and it was just a funny video. But then, like, when that shit takes off and all of a sudden, it's like the kids playing video games. Who would have known? You'd get a, a million views watching some kid play Mario Kart or whatever else. Hmm. Fortnite. And... Now these kids, that's all I have to do: sit home, turn on the computer, play a video game, and and stream. Which doesn't exactly promote education, you know. Doesn't promote like wanting to go to college or go to school or actually do anything productive. Because I mean, fuck, I wouldn't be doing what I I'm doing if I could be like a sim racer and make hundred grand a year. You know, like when I'm e Coca-Cola fucking NASCAR iRacing drivers like you win the iRacing championship, you, you win like a couple hundred grand.
1: Yeah, it's Again, crazy. We have clearly, clearly picked the wrong line of work. Yeah, <laughs> um, the shizzle. Ah, uh, well, I uh, I hate to do it, but clearly. Clearly, little man is feeling about the same way I am right now.
0: So yeah, I'm surprised he's still up. He's gone through. He's got half a bottle done. We got three devices going. This is parenting at its finest, folks. I got lights. And you know what's crazy? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, my TV and my iPad are playing the same exact program. And he's oh, watching
1: it both. The same. Not even the same. Like similar, but. Nope. Same exact program.
0: They're uh, separated by a minute, maybe, but um, yeah, same, same program um, that he's seen a bazillion times. Um, Sounds about right. But he's, he's, he's curling up next to me, getting sleepy. He's gave up my phone. So that's interesting when he doesn't want to play with the phone anymore. that's
1: You know, you've hit that point in the day. Yeah, I wonder how many
0: people are actually going to listen to this and think to themselves, like, "Who the fuck lets their eighteen month old play with a phone and play with an iPad and whatever?" That first question I have for you, sir or man, <laughs> do you have an eighteen month old? Uh, oh my god.
1: Second question is: Have you ever tried to record a podcast while <laughs> having those, having that eighteen month old? This is media because gold, I right assure there. you. I could assure you.
0: The answer is no. Yeah. This, this, this quality content doesn't come when you don't, you know, when you got your shit together. I mean, eight, no month, old, eight month pregnant, uh, fiance upstairs, leaves you with 18 month old toddler. You got a podcast to record. That's dedication. You do whatever needs to be done by whatever means necessary.
1: We find a way to make it happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Not for us. No, no. For you, the listener. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 19, which that means, you know what the next one is?
0: Big 2-0. 2-0. You're going to get Johnny Bones back for that one?
1: He's going to have to find a way. He's going to have to find a way. Uh, I'm
0: gonna, I am determined to keep him like out of retirement. You know what I mean? Like by bringing him out on, like once a month, like dragging him in for a 10 minute segment or something. Like he's just not yeah. going to get away that easily.
1: No, he may think he is, but, you know, and other people might allow it, but I feel like we've earned the latitude to ride him like a, a cheap birthday pony until <laughs> he feels obligated to just fine. I'll show up for 10 minutes, just leave right. me the hell alone. Right.
0: Well, he's, you know, his kid's going to wind up doing some shit that he's not, he's just not going to be able to keep to himself. He's going to want to brag and boast about it.
1: He'll Without be back. Doubt. He'll be back. They always come back. They always come back. Like, where is he? Ah, where is he going to miss out? Where else is he going to find content like this? Big announcement, big announcement, ladies and gentlemen. I've accepted a side job as a, uh, I, uh, the face of a local bike shop, I guess you would call it. Yeah, I'm gonna be their spokesperson.
0: Oh, there it is.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, uh, that said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to episode 19 of the Smoking Jays, J Squared, uh, found exclusively here on the Fourth Wall pop network uh where we like to hashtag make it pop please check out our link tree link in the link below the link check out our link tree link in the description of the episode for all the ways to sh- show support to the show as well as the network um, major ways that you can show support follow us on social media at smoke and jay's podcast um, you can follow us on twitter at that same address Um, However, Instagram is the best way to go. We give you all the good stuff. Follow the network at 4th Wall Pop. Um, Follow some of the other fantastic shows here on the 4th Wall Pop Network. Um, Smoke and Jays is just one of many shows, including uh, the most lavish podcast for all of your comic and movie and anime and all the other good stuff. Check that show out. We mentioned Pop Sports Shorts. We have the Pop Culture Collective. Um, Some very good episodes coming out of the Crossroads. I don't know if you listened to it, but the most recent episode had to do with um, substance abuse and addiction. Um, Outstanding episode. Do check that out. Um, Looking forward to... Well, you'll just have to tune in and find out but we'll go back to that one. Um, but tell a friend spread the good word uh, like, share, subscribe we do have the subscription option through Anchor $2.99 a month we'll be getting you some exclusive content more to come on that um, so until next time two weeks from now um, he is Johnny G with special guest Walker Walker take about or pass out whatever uh, I am just Jared we are the smoking Jays and uh, until next time good evening what you gonna do when they come for you nobody now give you no break police now give you no break not the old soldier man I give you no break not even your eye not give you no breaks Well, we're going to have to clap this for a
0: second. Just hang on one second. Because he's going to keep whining. Just remind me, I said, at the same
1: time. Hold on. At the same time. At the same time, Walker is not going to work with us. And he's going to make life difficult. So what we're going to do is we're going to get the clap, uh, clap the recording.
0: He's actually motioning for me to bring him to to bed. So I just had to get my bottle. He'll lay down, he'll be fine. So
1: I don't know if you want to clap that or whatever.